and the man where we bring you our viewpoints, outlooks, opinions, thoughts, notes. What else do we bring him? I don't know. I'm just happy to be back. Mitch, how you feeling today? I'm feeling great, man. I was just vibing there for about three My minutes. My goodness, you, you, put it, you, you almost put on too good of a banger for us to get the show started. It was only a matter of time, right? It, it, it was only a matter of time. My goodness, welcome everybody back. Kino, Vino, Holly, Giggs, Labani. Who else we got in here? Dad Bods. Thank you everybody for showing up today. It feels good to be back. There's so much to talk about. Um, and as I'm thinking of like what this show was going to be about today, it's like I don't know if it should be about baseball. Because quite frankly, there is no baseball, but it's a lot to talk about baseball. And I don't know if it should be about football because we both enjoy football so much. But there's no football, but so much going on within that, that I, I'm just feeling amazed. Um, and it would only be the right thing that at the beginning of the podcast, I ask you this. How are you feeling that Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be in Pittsburgh? Well, at first when I heard the rumors or and the um, implications that he could be coming there, I was excited, of course, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be you know that's actually good." Um, after handing the torch over to the Rodgers, Roethlisberger to the Rodgers, I'm like, "Okay, so they're still in win now mode, like they they're championship contenders if that happens." But then mm -hmm. start seeing what they'd have to give up and what you're hearing like and I'm like ah, but is it worth that because he's an aging quarterback he still chokes in the playoffs he has one Super Bowl Damn. I mean and his only Super Bowl is against the Steelers so that's the yeah. only team he's ever beat and he's made that he's made it to but the more I thought about it um as it's gotten closer to, up until today I've actually not wanted him I think now I'm all in on getting um, a quarterback out of the draft this year. I feel that. I mean, you really don't have that many options. I mean, someone's already reporting um, your boy, um, what, what, what's Mason Rudolph, <laughs> uh, the red-nosed reindeer. <laughs> he, they got him reporting that he's batting along with Calvin Ridley, and we'll get into that bum a little bit later. But right now, your QB situation is very interesting that it could go all types of different ways. I honestly did not think that Aaron Rodgers was going to be back with the Packers. Uh, they didn't have cap room. I don't know how they're going to sign Devontae Adams, but they haven't even signed Aaron Rodgers. Did you see the press or his, his tweet today? Yeah, I did actually. He essentially said, hey, y'all are reporting this, but I haven't signed shit. And the reports that y'all have aren't even correct. Now, I think that he's exaggerating that a little bit. Yeah. But what if Aaron Rodgers doesn't actually stick with the Packers? That was, do you feel like that's a possibility, or do you think he's just sticking with the Packers? I mean, up to this, I mean, who knows? Because we know their um, history between the two, um, Rodgers and that franchise. So who knows? I mean, he could just throw a curveball and actually do that and just really screw them over, act, think that they have him, 
and then he just declines it and then just goes elsewhere, which would be, I mean, comedy. But, I mean, I, I, I really don't see that, though. I really think this is legit, because why wouldn't you take the money? You're at that age. You're going to yep. be the highest-paid quarterback. You're in a place that you have been your whole career, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just don't see him not turning it down now after it's been offered. Yeah, he's absolutely going to be paid um, the highest wherever he goes. True. I think that's something that he can demand, and I think that's something that he's going to get. Whether he sticks with the Packers, and apparently they have something in place where they're going to make the the money work work, they're going to make the money work with him there, or wherever he chooses to go, he's they're going to have to have a, at least a principal agreement in place for them to say, hey, yeah, we're going to give you fifty million dollars every um, every single year. Now the thing is with the Packers. They're going to be putting so much money into two people because it, they're going to have to put $50 million into Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to put at least $20 million into Devontae Adams. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a um, that's big package. That's almost a quarter of the cap. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, I, like that's closer to a third than a quarter of of the, all the cap space. Successful teams do not put a third of their cap space into two players. I don't give a damn how good they are. I agree. It only sets you up. You're gonna you're gonna be hurting later on you know, in the future. It's just you just yeah. Your whole makeup of your teams is gonna be depleted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my man Giggs over here being sad as a Bears fan, I'm like, as a Bear fan, I'm happy to hear that. Because how they, you can't build around that. How, you, you have to have money to build around. And if you don't have money, because they're already having to put money in the future, which is our, it, the Packers in 2025 and 2026, I know that's four, three, four years down the road, they're going to be in cap hell then. They're already in cap hell now. I'm, if I'm the Bears, I'm like, go ahead and do that. We got ourselves that we got to work on. We 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 got a young QB that that's actually affordable. Now, you know we'll see. I mean, I, I we saw the limitations of the Packers where they could not beat a Jimmy Garoppolo led 49ers. And Jimmy Garoppolo played like Jimmy Garoppolo in that game in the playoffs. Sure did. He scored no touchdowns. <laughs> uh. He barely did a damn thing. And you're telling me the MVP can't beat that? I mean, come on. Like, like it. are the Packers actually going to be good with, with Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I'd say probably not. I mean, it's just going to be the same old thing. You have Rodgers and Adams. That's about, I mean, that's that connection there. But it's their defense, too, that's been kind of, that, that Rodgers has been missing mm-hmm. since 2010 when he had his best defense he's ever had. I mean, I, I just don't mm-hmm. see them. They have them, like, the third highest odds of winning the Super Bowl. I don't even see that at all. I don't mm-hmm. even know why they, I, I, I don't it, think it, he's that big a factor. The defense was as best as they had been last season. True. And it still wasn't good enough. Nope. They couldn't even lose in an NFC championship like they're used to doing. 
Now I, I, I'm really sounding like a, a Packers hater, aren't I? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little, but it, it that it's just what it is, man. I mean, it, that's that's just my my you know observation of the situation. And you know, that, that, I Packers got a lot of work to do. They yeah. got they they apparently got their QB back, but we'll see what else is going to be happening we'll see if it's worth it we'll we'll see if it's worth it aaron Rodgers was not the only top 10 qb moved this season nope and regularly we'd say this guy is a top five qb being moved i don't think he played like a top five qb last year but he he at any point he can be a top five qb and that is, of course, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. One, I got to say Seattle royally fucked their way out of the next few seasons. They're going to need a <laughs> lot of rebuilding. And the Broncos, are the Broncos a contender? I, I absolutely think so. That's what one position they've been lacking since Peyton Manning's left. I mean, since he's Peyton Manning has left, they've had not had a quarterback, a uh, consistent quarterback play. And I think that that's, they have the weapons. They got young weapons as well on the offensive side. I got um, the Javante Williams. He looked good last year running back. Yeah. Um, their defense is actually um, a little underrated as well. I, 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 they're definitely that like sleeper team next year to make a push for the playoff run for sure. Um, and then Russell Wilson's one of the best deep ball um, accuracy throwers in the league. I, I'd say he is the best deep ball with his accuracy. Um, and he's got the Judy. He's got some fast guys too. Um, and that's, I, I, it's going to be exciting to watch, I think. Uh, now is he going to stay healthy? Because that's what last year what hurt him. Yeah, well, he he had one of those those kind of fluke injuries yeah. um, where I think he um, he broke his his or dislocated his, his finger. finger. Yeah, his throwing and, hand. You too. know that that's you know that that's one of those those injuries. Like I that that is not a perennial or a annual injury like a hamstring. You know that's a little bit of bad luck. And as bad as it got. Um, however, Seattle wasn't doing anything even with him there. True. And I think that's a little bit of the problem. Now, I want to play a little game of true or false with you. Oh, okay. That's exciting. Okay. And we'll put this on the poll in just a second. True or false? Russell Wilson is the third best QB in his division. In his division? True. I'm I'm right there with you, man. I thought you I was gonna have to argue with you. No, yeah, I, man. I, I'll take I, Herbert I, and Mahomes over Wilson any day mm-hmm. right now. I mean, they've well, true. Another thing is that they've been on the team. You, this was before the season, before he's had the chemistry with the, his receivers. This is just the speculation on on Wilson right now. But still, I, I as of right now, yes, he's the third best. I I'm right there with you. I mean. Just, Herbert was good last year. Herbert's and he the way he started off his two years of his career, um, he's on a pace. I mean, be one of the for record pacing. I mean, he already has a, like on a record pace right now. If he can keep it up, mm-hmm. and they just signed Mike Williams too for the Chargers today, so he has that weapon still in his arsenal. I mean, like I said, Russell Wilson can be a top five no, person. Definitely. 
Herbert look like he can be a top five guy. I think he needs his team to get better around him. But at, as for like a QB, it, it, it's very close. But it's interesting to hear people talk about the Broncos being a contender now. When it's just like, yo, they, they, they still got to get past Mahomes. Yeah. Like, are, do you think they're going to get past Mahomes? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, they, were, they you saw they were vulnerable at the beginning of the year, but look what happened when they turned it on the second half of the season. I mean, that's so hard to beat that team when they're, when they're clicking, especially when their defense was playing like they did. Alright. I mean, a lot of this is a big day today, blockbuster day in the NFL for sure. Yeah, I and and man, free agency is gonna start on Monday. Well, the 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 legal tampering period is going to start on Monday, which is absolutely the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Either either be able to sign or you can't. Legal tampering, it's ridiculous. But. It's a lot of good movement. You're seeing a lot of, you know, people are getting a franchise tag. Devontae Adams got franchise tagged. Um, three tight ends got franchise tagged, which is which is interesting. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of good movement going on. Absolutely. We'll see what this actually translates to next week when free agency starts. Is there anybody in free agency that you feel like the um, that the Steelers want? Um, definitely lineman. Um, I, and one I know that is on the radar is a center for the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think his name's uh, Jensen, I think, or, I believe. Mm, um, yeah, he's good. He's yeah, good. and that's who they're kind of targeting right now because um, they have a very young line. Obviously, their line's their biggest weakness for the Steelers. So getting somebody in there because they had a um, rookie mm-hmm. center last year and he just did not – play very well and center is one of the most mm-hmm. important position on that line besides the tackles um i mean they're all important but i mean you got the center has to snap the ball to the quarterback and aren't they are they considered like captains of the line like of like the reads and stuff is it the center's job or um typically yes a good center is yeah. able to do that yeah right a good center takes that pressure off of the qb to identify who the mic is um, which helps with the pass protection and the run blocking scheme. Yeah, that's what I thought. So a good QB is is right there, it, or a good center is right there doing all that, which could help your team out a lot because Lord knows you don't want Mason Rudolph doing the goddamn thing. No. But even if you get a rookie QB, for that rookie QB not to have that job of identifying and setting the line – that that would help them out a, a time. Yeah, and that's why I think that's a good good target at least for a lineman right now is um, a center. Um, and then the Kendrick Green, who was a center last year, who's a rookie, can um, have learn have more experience behind a a veteran center and and learn from him. So I think that'd be just good for just overall for the future for him as well. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, a quarterback. If this is my kind of reach, but um, I would be okay with it. Um, if they don't get a – but this would have to be before the draft. But uh, Marcus Mariota, 
I think I'd be okay with getting him. As, as crazy as that sounds. Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Because the type of, I, and that's because of the offense that they are running right now with Matt Canada. They have to have a mobile quarterback, and he's probably the best mobile quarterback on the market right now, at least free agent-wise. Uh, and it'd be a, very cheap. Very cheap to at least have for just a placeholder. Um, what was y'all's offense? I mean, honestly, with Ben Roethlisberger in that offense? a dink and duck offense oh. because your QB was cooked. Well, it, that's, it, it just was, out of, everything was out of place. It had a wrong coordinator. Is that what you're going to call it? Yeah, because the coordinator, the coordinator wanted to do something else. And Ben, I mean, even if Ben was in an air raid, couldn't do anything. But it, he's <laughs> wanting a mobile offense. And that's yeah. why they got to get somebody mobile. And, and that's why I think Malik Willis is my um, mine him up. I mean, I would obviously love Pickett, but I don't think Pickett's going to drop as far. And I know the Steelers would have to trade up to get Pickett if they want him. But yeah. I think Malik Willis has been the one I've been eyeing up since um, the Senior Bowl. It's definitely going to be interesting um, to see what happens um, because right now, in one of the in in a few mocks that I've seen, there have been no QBs taken in the top ten. That's that is surprising. Um, is that a good thing? I'm not sure. Um, but we'll 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 definitely see. Um, be, I you know I, I say all that to say that there there seems to be um, there's gonna be some QBs when y'all draft. Yeah. There they, there's gonna be some people available. We'll see if y'all yeah. are able to snatch one up. And, and and quite frankly, Kenny Pickett may be one of those people that falls. Yeah, I mean it's the weakest quarterback class in a while, so I mean it's very possible. I mean he's already predicted like a mid mid round. Um, out of the draft, like with all the mock drafts and everything, at least um, of where he was ranked in the draft class was like mid tier mm-hmm. that. So just depending on your need, I mean, if you need a quarterback, is he wor- is it going to be worth taking a first round? Because I mean, you could um, waste a pick there and get somebody better and a more um, heavy um, loaded class of of positions in the draft. Um, and that's why if somehow for some reason Malik Willis and um, pick it, get picked. I would, and I've said this, um, watching him play all year, and it's your boy uh, Davis out of um, Georgia. If he's because he was um, predicted, he was yeah, predicted at like yeah, the twenty. Jordan, right where pick Jordan Davis, yeah, yeah, Jordan Davis. Where where he was uh, projected was like twentieth, like right where the Steelers are picking. And if like for some reason Willis, Pickett, or picked, I don't take a quarterback in the first round because there's no one worth taking after that point in the first round. And I think Jordan Davis would be a game changer for him on a defensive side on that line. Dave, Davis ain't making it past 15. You don't think so? I mean, after what he's... No. So, well, after dude, the combine. Dude is over 300 pounds, ran a four seven eight. I know. I, what I, the fuck? The mock draft still... Ha- well, I haven't seen him updated after the combine, but like before, God, he's still really, going man. in the 20th, man. I don't know what's going on. I thought he'd be in the top five... But, you know, it's always defensive linemen, the ends, and then you get the cornerbacks are big, uh, getting taken in offensive linemen. So we'll see. They're always, the mock drafts are always wrong. But that, my, I mean, the thing is, yeah, you, you never truly know what people are doing. Berries and cream, um, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. You maybe get able to get one of the other 
Georgia um, defensive lineman, um, which you know any anybody paired up with T.J. Watt is going to be good. Oh, absolutely. That that's just a matter of fact. Or did they get offensive line help um, at a draft at that point too? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think um, obviously quarterbacks are number one priority priority, and I think it's going to be Pickett or Willis. Whoever's available, Pickett's available. It's Pickett. If Pickett's taken and Willis is available, it's gonna be Willis. Mm. We'll see. No, that it. It, it, it's very it's uh, going off uh, un, uh, treaded waters here that I've never been a part of for a long time. Well, actually, um, since I've really been paying attention, because um, when I really got into football was when Roethlisberger pretty much got drafted and he got the tour. So really, this is. Gonna be interesting mm-hmm. for me. It's, it's kind of scary to be honest with you. This is, you this is I mean, it it's been it's been sixteen years since you've had to worry about a, a QB. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Has it been eighteen? Yeah, two thousand four. Golly, man, I don't know math. <laughs> I, I it, it's been a long time since you've had to worry about that. I mean, I'm almost in the same position. I'm starting to worry about it. But you know we're we're in a position where we ain't really moving on. Yeah. But it, it, it's definitely going to be interesting. It is within that space. How about you? What do, what are you looking forward to in this off season for the Falcons? And I know one I thing has know. been a big factor. That I, I, I just yeah yesterday I got nothing but jokes. Calvin Ridley gets suspended for a whole season because he was betting on the Falcons. Was it thirteen hundred dollars? Is all I heard it was. Fifteen hundred dollars. And how much? Fifteen hundred dollars. And how much did he make last year? Yo, you. I don't care how much money. Why are you betting on the Falcons? Like you. Uh, you woke up that morning, and you you looked at the DraftKings, who's partnered with the NFL. You called them up and said, "Hey, if I bet, am I going to get in trouble?" They said, hey, man, I don't think we should be talking to you. He hangs up, bets 1500 in a parlay on the Falcons? You're going to depend on the Falcons to cover a spread? They couldn't cover a 12-point spread. I, I, I just don't get it. The, the Falcons have a cursed history. They went to the Super Bowl in 1998, the man of the year who's supposed to be upstanding citizen who helps in the community gets caught soliciting a prostitute. In 2006, their star QB who just got a franchise uh, or, or a contract extension goes to prison for dog fighting. The coach leaves, leaving thank you notes on the lockers the next year. And you lose the Super Bowl 20. What the fuck? So. The Falcons were supposed to get a first round pick for Calvin Ridley. That's right. After his bum ass sat throughout the whole, most of the season. He played like four games. That's right. He's on a fantasy team too. He, he, was, he was on my fantasy team. He was on one of them. I can't remember which one. All my teams suck. Anyway. <laughs> and now the Falcons don't get shit by standing by this bum. Yeah, that, that yeah is, I'm upset. 
Yeah, I'm a little upset. The Falcons are... I got nothing but jokes for this bum, though. I got nothing but jokes for this bum. Do you think Kyle Pitts told him... So when, when Ridley probably walked up to him, right, and said, um, hey, man, I, I'm going to have to... I, mentally, I'm, I'm not there. I'm going to have to take a break. And then Kyle Pitts says, all right, bet. And then Calvin really went and bet. Oh, uh, man, don't be stealing people's jokes. Uh, I saw it today. Yeah, uh, uh, Credit Twitter. You're still, why are you stealing people's jokes? I, wanted, I, see, I didn't know if you saw it or not. See if you think I did it, see? Yes, I did see it. And you're uh, stealing people's jokes. Uh, got me red-handed. Certified bum. That's what Calvin Ridley is. Not just... I, I... The biggest thing is that this actively hurts the Falcons' plans. They can't cut him. Um, because if they cut him, they that that means they have eleven million off the books. Or I mean, off the cap and dead money. Yeah. I don't know where that cap hit goes right now. They can't trade him, which would have which would have freed up almost twelve million. Falcons need that space. It that the fact that it puts so much of a hurt for the Falcons offseason to try to actually rebuild this team because the Falcons are in the process of this. We're going to try to win now and we're going to try to rebuild, which I don't think works, but whatever. I'm not the GM. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know what's, what's going to happen here. Over $1,500, bro. Are you serious? <laughs> can't write it up. You can't make I, it up, man. I, you, you honestly cannot make it up. It makes no sense. This guy is a certified bum. <laughs> he and probably he, lost that parlay too. He probably did. And the craziest thing that, lost that parlay. this was his biggest opportunity this year as well. First year as uh, wide receiver one, Julio Jones out. Your opportunity. You're just you're the guy. And what does he have to show for it? Now I understand the whole mental health thing. Everyone deserves that if you're really going through something like that have a break but then to go right when you're done and just go and start betting on your team ah just crazy yeah i i i just don't get it let me ask you this though should calvin ridley be suspended for the whole season is that is that a is that an appropriate punishment for what happened honestly i don't think so not the whole season and my reasoning is this if he was actually playing and betting then yes and then maybe it'd be life i guess it'd be like the pete rose situation there but mm -hmm. for him actually being away from the team and doing it i don't think it should be a whole season yeah. but it's still stupid I but i don't think it yeah. should be as harsh i feel that especially feel for the that. amount yeah i I mean, I, I, I don't think it's even the amount that matters because if it was comparative to the amount, then it's like, yeah, you that's wouldn't true. be suspended. That's not even that's not even 10% of a game check for him, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's really just the principle that he was betting on on the game that he's in. And they're, they're just standing firm with that. He wasn't involved in the game stuff. Yeah, that's the and thing. And I wonder if he appealed, would 
would that change anything? Um, I, I'm not sure because people take this people take this betting stuff seriously, but it's like also slightly hypocritical because it's like NFL, you're partners with these people. Like so, like where where are you gonna choose? Not saying that a player should be able to bet on their team while they're playing, even if you're playing to win. That, 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 that's too murky. You can never really prove that. But if he's not playing, he's not even around the team. Nobody had contact with him other than, hey, you good? No? Okay, bye. That's it. Yeah, that's that's So, true. like, you know, give him, give him six games, throw him out the fucking window. Yeah, I'm good at six. At, you know, that, that, that's what I'm thinking, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not Roger Goodell. Uh, however, I've seen Roger Goodell mess up a lot of stuff. <laughs> only, a, only a few, just a few. Right, you know, like we, we've seen multiple domestic violence issues get six games. Yeah. So, I mean, where, where, where's this? Where's a line? Where, you know, but that, what, what does he actually care about? Money. I mean, but is this actually caring about money? I, I think it's honestly, he doesn't know what to do. The NFL doesn't know what to do in these situations. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like one. I'd, yeah. I'd argue that neither does, um, neither does the MLB. Oh. Yeah, it's like they're not prepared. They, they, I mean, look, look, look at the Marcelo Zuno situation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I got on this tangent. Excuse me on this tangent. That that somehow on on International Women's Day I began talking about domestic violence. It seems a little bit inappropriate. Oh, Happy man. International Women's Day to all the women out there. I'll if you hear me, but like that that's the problem. People don't actually care about women. Let's move on. You want to talk about baseball? Sure. Why not? What is going on? Are we going to get baseball this season? I honestly do not know. I saw reports that maybe the whole season was going to get canceled, that they're that far apart to they have a, a third deadline where deadlines don't even work. The first deadline, they said, hey, we're going to start canceling games. They made reports that they canceled the first two series. And then we get word today that if they had a deadline by the end of the day today, that they would still be able to play 162 games. Tell me what's going on, Mitch. Ah. Uh. I honestly do not know. I mean, their way of negotiate negotiating is just out, you know, out of this world. Because I, how can you say okay, like if you're gonna say one thing, you gotta stick with it, and really press it. But then if you say, oh, but, oh, you can play 162 yeah. now, it's like the, the players are just like, this is just a joke. I mean, you, you it, can't go back on it. You you can't. No. You can't go back on what you said. Um, no. If you're gonna cancel games, cancel games. If you're not, you're not. Don't don't be scared. <laughs> right right now right now the owners are acting scared. Yeah. I don't know if they actually are or not, but they're acting like it. It's it's a mess. Um I I my prediction is that they it's going to be one of those like half seasons. It might even look like the covid year have like not even start till the summer. Wow. Yeah. You you're you're saying that less then half the games are going to get played? Yeah. Post. Yeah. If that. I could see them I, not, I not being think, a season at all. I still... Oh, golly. 
I think there's a chance that we're going to get over 120 games. For some reason, I get a feeling that we aren't going to get 162. I didn't see that. Um, they've, they've wasted too much time for that to actually happen. Because here's, here's, here's the biggest thing. Right now where you have October uh, for the playoffs, NFL and NCAA just getting started, right? Mm-hmm. So you're able to actually have eyes on the MLB. MLB starts going into November, trying to make up for playoffs. That's bad news. No one's gonna. People are going to watch the NFL and college football over the MLB. Yeah. And right now, the only people who are hurting in this MLB situation are the fans. Yeah, the players are are missing a couple paychecks. They'll be all right. They'll be taken care of. Right now, it, it it's it's the players, or I mean, it's the, the fans. The fans, yeah. We're being robbed. If we had a competent commissioner, who is just, I, I don't even think that it, we it's not all a commissioner. On it's not because it's, a, it's owners. It, it's not, he's just a face for the owners. The owners. Yeah. Now he is a ridiculous face that <laughs> doesn't get much right. I will give you that, but this is not him. This is this is on the owners. Now how Manfred handles the situation from that is is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like yo. There's no reason you should be laughing or smiling in, in a press conference in this situation. You you have a labor dispute going on. I act like it. Uh, I and, just, and he, he, he doesn't know. He, he, he apparently doesn't get what's going on. Uh, not at all. And I now know, cause I, um, I know we've talked about it, like, as what's going on, but now... Everyone, baseball fans, talking to you guys, know how it feels to be under the realm of Bob Nutting because he was one of the main culprits <laughs> in voting against the whole... Was it spring training? Is that what he voted against? What was it, the actual vote? I don't know what he voted against or voted for. I do know he wanted to, to, to continue to be a broke boy. Yeah, and that's that's just he he. Well, he's not broke. He just doesn't want to be. He's a cheap ass. Mm-hmm. And and that's just that's how everything. How I have to go through every year. It's just like one of those things. That there's a guy out there they probably could get. Ah, no, no, no way. He's he's the ultimate decision. And that that's and he, like those kind of owners are, are are messing everything up. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. It really is the. It really. I. It. I think it does come oh. down to the owners not being willing to spend money. And if you can't afford a team and be willing to spend money, then you can't afford a team. There. There. There comes something that. If you don't. Don't use this great game of baseball as just a money maker if you're using it as just a money maker the two people are going to be hurt well i even say three entities are going to be hurt the players are going to be hurt because you aren't going to pay him 
the fans are going to be hurt because they're going to have a, a quarter of the league not putting out a quality piece of entertainment on the field because you're going to be playing people that probably shouldn't be in the MLB. And then third, the game of baseball as an entity gets hurt because there's bad, it's, it's just bad baseball. Absolutely. And bad baseball only facilitates bad baseball. And it takes these really good players that, you know, the, every team has at least two or three good players. Think about how wearing it is to be on a hundred lost team. You waste careers. A 95 lost team. Mentally. I mean, really got the pressure all on you too. Like, especially if they're like a superstar, like like for my, I was good for Pirates example, there's like a Brian Hayes, like a Brian Reynolds, they're so young and they have yeah. so much weight on their shoulders that they have to carry. And at that age, they shouldn't have to. Yeah. They shouldn't have to. Absolutely. And, and even if he's ready, maybe they, he shouldn't have to, but like, it, the the pirates aren't putting more people around him, no. and a huge factor within this is the competitive balance tax, and and that that's the biggest thing that's that they're arguing over, and they're about twenty million apart. They were about twenty million apart. If they actually shrink together, you're you're about nine million away from the median of what could actually get an agreement. Nine million is something like a a four starter now. That's what you're paying for there. Yeah. You you you're telling me we don't the fans aren't having baseball because both sides are not willing to give up nine million. Right right now, I bet the I bet a year ago. If the owners were actually, you know, trying to negotiate in good faith, I think the players would be able to say, "Hey, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, we can, we can do nine million. We'll, I, we'll, we'll take that. We're, we'll be well willing to concede that." But right now, the owners have been so steadfast in their unwillingness to have good faith nego- negotiations that the players are like, "Listen, we're just standing here on principle right now. We don't care what you want." We're gonna get ours, and we're gonna we're gonna hold this line, and that's what the players have been sh- been able to show that yeah. they, they're ready to hold that line. They sure are. Owners yeah. are in some trouble. They are, and that's why they're they scared. Not they, the owners cannot keep trying to belittle these players. Oh. That that's what's going on. the The owners are belittling these players knowing damn well that they're in a partnership with them. An uneven partnership, but it's still a partnership. Owners need to act like it. Right now, they ain't, they ain't acting like it. So guess what? We may or may not have baseball. We definitely yeah. won't have the baseball that we deserve. Yeah, definitely not on time. Definitely not on time. We're, so we, we like, get... we, We've already passed that point. Yeah. They need us. Players need a spring training. Yeah. The, the pitchers especially, they're the one position that really needs it to get their arms prepped up. Yeah. And and then we've all said, and, and um, plenty of us, all us baseball fans, I know any diehard baseball fan would say it, that yeah. opening day is like one of the most wonderful days of the year. Just mm-hmm. like the excitement that leads up to it. And that day, 
this base, but like it just so into it for that day, and then we got robbed from it this year. We got robbed from it because of a pandemic previously, but this time it was um, it could have been avoidable. I, I I I'm not that fixated on opening day. Opening day is going to be whenever the first game is. I know, but it's just that time of year, though. I I don't know. It is that I get that feeling. I I I'm, that's kind of what I mean by that, I guess. Yeah, I can empathize with that. You know, it is that it is that feeling. We should be having some baseball right now, at least some spring training, seeing seeing some prospects and stuff yeah. like that. But the right weather now, gets we aren't nice. That. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I I get that. I get that. I'm just hoping we have some opening day. The only thing I have in April now is the Masters. You, you really love you some Masters, man. I do. It's a tradition <laughs> I'm not like any other. It is crazy. So another thing that is currently being negotiated is a 14 or 12 team playoff. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Do you have any thoughts about that? Of course I'm going to say I like it because it forces my team to have to stay competing and buy. They are not going to be straight up selling. It gives them... You're one of those people. Well, I just want to see my team have in a position where they're going to have to spend money and actually put, like we've been talking about, a team on a field that's actually going to be competitive and actually enjoyable to watch. Because you, But if they're not going to be enjoyable to watch. The thing is, like, you still got to spend money to have a good team. Well, and I... You can't... It, it's like, that's not going to expand... Expanding the playoff is not going to make your team better. It's just going to make it easier to be bad because you you may be able to sneak into the playoffs. Hey, all you got to do is get in, right? No. We, we've seen that all. We've <laughs> seen that, that that's not how it works in football. It's going to be a miracle when the first time a number a seven seed in football actually wins a playoff game. Six seed was the most crazy. That was a crazy thing with the Steelers and Giants did in football, and I don't think really anyone's done that since those two teams. Yeah, and you're gonna expect a seven seed to do something yeah in in NFL or a seven seed in in baseball and 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 the football's one game. You got a series you got to go through in baseball. So and it, and it's all about pitching and the playoffs of pitching. It really matters, especially when you get into but series. The, eight, six, Teams that are typically a seven seed, and I look back at this in the 21 season and then the 17 through um, 19 seasons, the average win of that was like 83 or 84. That's two games above 500. That's not a good team. No. They're going to get their ass whooped in the playoffs, and if, if they do win... It, it's luck. And now there is a little bit of an element of luck in baseball where it is, hey, just get hot at the right time. But, like, those aren't good teams that's making it. In 2017, you know what would have been a, a, the seventh seed? What's that? The fourth, the fourth uh, in the division, the fourth place Pirates would have been the seventh seed in the NL. In 17? And 17. Oh, wow. A below 500 team. Wow. I, I, didn't, I guess I ever. You want to see that? 
Do you want to see that? No, but the difference is that they probably would have made moves at least probably not be under 500 at that point. No, if that was the case. It, the thing is, moves aren't going to be made. Because if, everybody's going to think they have a chance. Uh, I guess that's true. So that does make the trade market's going to be not, really It's not like it's just going to be yeah, you yeah, there yeah, yeah. sitting I got there. you. No, I got Everybody you. Everybody is. I understand where you're coming from. It, and so it automatically reduces the pot where people are going to be willing to trade. Choose from. Yeah. And, and so what? It's only going to be bad teams that that's going to be willing to trade. You, you're going to want some players off a bad team. Were there any Marlins players that you would have wanted last year that actually were available for trade? No. <laughs> like the the salary floor is what I want. Unless he had to spend a certain amount. I mean, the thing is that that. That's the next step, and, and, and Bot Nunny doesn't want that either. Oh, of course he doesn't. He's gonna be forced to spend. Uh, of course he doesn't. And and the thing is, it's just essentially creating a salary cap in in baseball. And I've seen so many bad takes about this, where it's just like, at least there's gonna be more parity if there's a salary cap in baseball. You know how the else there's gonna be more parity if people weren't being so scared to spend money. That's true. If people weren't being so scared to manipulate, or if people were too scared to um, spend money on players to where they're manipulating service time, so they have to ex- wait a little bit longer to actually play the- pay these players. And all these back to the owners just being cheap. <laughs> so they've had so and, much power and and influence on everything, and now. They finally have a voice in the players pushing them back against the wall, and now they just are like, you know, the alarms are going off, and they're just trying as much as possible to keep pushing back to get back to what it used to be. And it's just my opinion. If you want to run a baseball team as a for-profit entity, all right, go for it. But don't bitch about it when you when you when you want to win or or when people want you to spend money. Because hey, is baseball here to make money or is it here to win? And quite frankly, for a long time, it's been just about money. And very few teams actually want to win, or at least give the impression that they want to win. <laughs> exactly. And they wonder why this this game is is failing. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate because it is my favorite sport, and yeah, just me it's too. just it's just embarrassing for, I guess like the as a country just like with that sport you know, NHL is still mm-hmm. below baseball still I believe but I mean, this rate I wouldn't be surprised if NHL somehow makes a push and gets past baseball the way it's going. Nah, nah, I don't see that. Nah, I mean I'm being very I was exaggerating tremendously yeah, there, but still, but. I mean, it's still to the point that it's the failing of where it's going and just like this mockery of what's going on right now. Yeah. Calling it failing was a hyperbole as well. But I, I'm just upset. I want we baseball. all are. I just want baseball. Give us baseball. Please. We can't even do any picks of the week this week because there's no baseball. The only thing we can do, the only thing we can do I guess we, 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 could, we could just go out the wall here and do predictions for uh, the tournaments for um college basketball this tournament weekend this weekend that sounds terrible 
It does sound terrible. That's, that's all I got. Terrible. That's all I got. I don't want to do it. I'm I'm not I'm not in this game of shenanigans. I'm not either. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. What a way to end it, man. Oh, I'm in a bad mood though. After talking about that. You're in a bad mood? Well we'll pick it up in the after show. Well, just talking about baseball and then we don't have it and then and then he realized he don't know when it's gonna be. If yeah. any. I brought down the mood just a little bit. I think it's when he said failing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> anyway, this has been Slip in a Man, where we bring you our viewpoints, opinions, notes, um, thinking points. Um, I can't remember the whole spiel anymore. But it's been a lot of fun, Mitch. We'll be sure back has. very soon. We got to do this more often. Most definitely. Um, but until then, don't slip. Don't slip. <laughs>